When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian Intrickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. Hope you all had a great weekend, enjoyed your Father's Day or whatever you took part in, and are ready for some more baseball action. I'm here to recap your Sunday's action on the diamond, get you ready for Monday, and much more. You can find me on Twitter, at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Let's talk about some news and notes from Sunday. An MRI revealed irritation in Sean Murphy's hamstring. He'll sit for a few days and be reevaluated potentially Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, they have to make a decision on Wednesday if they put him on the IL retroactive to the day of the injury. So for now, no IL stem for Sean Murphy, but that is still very much up in the air. It's a good thing Travis Darnold is hitting the baseball extremely well, so the, the Braves, as usual, will continue to score a million runs, and no one will care. Tanner Houck was officially placed on the IL with a facial fracture after a nasty line drive hit him in the face in his recent start. That was just bad, bad, good thing. Good news is he's he's fine. He's out of the hospital no serious injuries, I guess, outside of a facial fracture, but he'll be out for some time. Big meat Pete the Polar Bear, Pete Alonzo, returned from the IL after being out for only 11 days. He was originally expected to miss three to four weeks. Pete Alonzo, just a freak, folks, just a freak. Gunnar Henderson was scratched from Sunday's game with the stomach flu. I wanted to make a joke and say maybe it's the Wrigley flu. We've heard about that going around games in Wrigley because of Wrigley Field and all the day games where the guys can go out at night, but Gunnar Henderson scratched due to the flu. The one thing I'll say is Henderson's been awesome. There's no no sugarcoating that. He's missed a lot of like scratched games, back injuries, illnesses. We got to figure out what's going on with Gunnar Henderson. Put him in a bubble or something because the talent when he's out there is insane. The Pirates are calling up uh, catching prospect Henry Davis, who uh, has hit 284 with 11 home runs and nine stolen bases between AA and AAA this season. Davis is also walking 17.2% of the time with a less than 20% strikeout rate. The Pirates said they'll carry three catchers, but they, they expect Davis to play plenty while he is up with the team. Just add that to another list of catchers. We already had Bo Naylor called up. You have Miguel Amaya, Yanir Diaz, Patrick Bailey. So many young catchers having some fun this baseball season. Alex Cobb goes to the IL for the Giants with a left oblique injury retroactive to his last start on June 15th, where he only lasted four innings. The bright side, I guess, with oblique injuries, you never really know, but the Giants are saying they expect Cobb back for the New York Yankees series, which would be a minimal 15 days on the IL. So hopefully it's a very minor injury for Cobb, nothing to be too concerned about. Matt Veerling was scratched from the Tigers lineup on Sunday with lower back spasms. Veerling returned this past week from the IL as he continues to battle back injuries, and he's already dealing with it that quickly. So not good for Matt Veerling, not good for the Tigers. We'll see how this one continues to play out. Tim Anderson still has not, has not had a home run this season. Jose Abreu has more home runs than Tim Anderson, which is quite impressive. And Tim Anderson missed Sunday's game dealing with his shoulder injury that he suffered in Saturday's game. He's hoping to not uh, hit the IL. They'll be reevaluated on Monday. But Tim Anderson maybe needs to go to the IL just to get his mind right because he's, he's not even hitting for average right now. He's not stealing a ton of bases. 
He's not the Tim Anderson we're used to seeing. So let's see if he can uh, figure it out after maybe a little break from the diamond. Alejandro Kirk left Sunday's game after getting hit on the hand with a pitch. X-rays were negative, and he's day-to-day with a laceration and a contusion on his hand. I'd imagine with the laceration situation and contusion, uh, he's going to miss a few days, which means Danny Jansen will get plenty of run. He came, Jansen returned from the IL this past week, so he had a few home runs, looking like the Danny Jansen we know and love. Good news for the St. Louis Cardinals. Lars Newtbar is expected to be activated from the IL on Monday and rejoin the team. That is great. They have a million outfielders on this roster, so we'll see how this all shakes out. But for now, Newtbar should be back and ready to roll for the Cardinals. The Orioles placed backup catcher James McCann on the aisle with a sprained ankle. Whatever. Hopefully it gets better, but Allie Rushman is your dude, so no major information there. Michael Massey of the Royals was placed on the aisle with a serious laceration on his left finger. It's so bad he can't even bend his fingers right on his knuckle. So Massey's going to the IL to let that finger completely heal up before he returns. Let's keep an eye on that situation. Massey has really uh, improved this season in the power department, just overall hitting skills. He's uh, adjusted his swing. He's got more of a launch angle. The, the, con- the quality of contact metrics, the barrel and the hard hit are ridiculous for Massey. So hopefully he heals up and returns quickly. Heimer Candelario was scratched with a bone bruise on his left thumb. He'll be day-to-day with the situation, and hopefully the candy man does not miss too much time. Ezekiel Tovar left Sunday's game. Man, oh, wait, never mind. Don't panic. Happy Father's Day, Ezekiel, as he left early because his wife went into labor with his with their first child. He's assuming he's day-to-day. They have three to start out the week in Great American Small Park, so it'd be great if Tovar could come back. But as a dad of my, that myself, I get it. I would spend some time at home with the new one as well, even if you get to miss Great American Small Park. And then last but not least, Casey Schmidt of the Giants left Sunday's game after getting hit on the right elbow by a pitch. X-rays were negative. He was in some serious pain. It could have just been like a funny bone thing where it really hurts for a second and then feels better, but who knows. It took him a while to even get evaluated and leave the game. But, yes, X-rays negative. Should be back hopefully midweek or so. We'll see about Casey Schmidt. All right, everybody. We got a new sponsor to the Pitcher List podcast, and that is Underdog Fantasy. If you're into the underdog game, well, what have you been missing, folks? It is awesome. They have best ball formats for all sports. We're here to talk baseball, though. They got daily best ball uh, tournaments. They have they're gonna have midseason best ball tournaments. They have pick 'em contests. Like you could take fantasy scores, over under on hits, total bases, over under on strikeouts for different players. A lot of great stuff in Underdog Fantasy. I've been playing Underdog for a long, long time. They're great. I have my best ball teams from the preseason carrying over, trying to compete for some big bucks towards the end of the season. And what's really awesome is they have a new tournament that's coming out right after the All-Star break called the Underdog Fantasy 7th Inning Stretch for a chance to win up to $30,000. It is absolutely awesome, and it's super simple to draft. It is a four-round draft. That's it, four rounds. And it's really cool because it's in the first round, there's only 12 players available in the players' pool, and then it gets more and more. By the fourth round, there's 134 players to pick from. So it's really cool. You like all this like really condensed group to pick, and then it just gets better and better and better. And then it's a best ball. You set it, and you just draft, and you're done. And you see how things go. It's absolutely amazing. And if you're new to Underdog Fantasy, make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, and you receive a 100% deposit match up to 100 you don't want to miss it, folks. It's going to be great. Underdog fantasy. Just remember, though, you have to be—you must be 18 years or older, 21 or older if you're in Massachusetts and Arizona, 19 or over if you're in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in any state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? 
Just call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, it's 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Uh, so check all that out, 1-800-639-8783 or text next step to 53342. In New York, call the 24-7 HOPE line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. And in Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. So go check out Underdog Fantasy. You got the seventh inning stretch coming up, but get it in there now. Have a blast. There's so many cool things to do. If you have questions, just hit me up on Twitter. I'll help you out with it. Or any of the Pitcher List podcast people, they'll know what to do. But make sure you use promo code Pitcher List, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word for a first-time deposit match up to 100% up to $100. So go to underdog.com, Pitcher List as your, as your promo code, and enjoy drafting some best ball teams. All right, let's talk about some hitting highlights on your Sunday. Eddie Rosario. Three for four with two home runs, three runs scored, six RBIs, and a walk. Eddie the Eagle has been amazing. In the month of June, Rosario's hitting 339 with eight home runs, 15 runs scored, and 19 RBIs. When he's been healthy in the past, we've seen spurts like this. The dude can produce. He had the uh, the eye surgery over the offseason. We're good with Eddie. Let's have some fun. The Odie Tavares of the Texas Rangers continues to produce in a big, big way for fantasy managers everywhere and the Rangers. Tavares went three for five with a home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs on Sunday. Tavares is now hitting 302 on the season with eight home runs and seven stolen bases. And this is a fun one, folks. Jordan Walker was the buzz of fantasy drafts before the season started. He was a massive disappointment, went back to AAA. They wanted to change his swing. He fought back. He's back in the bigs. Jordan Walker went one for three with a home run, a run scored, an RBI, two walks, and a stolen base. That's a combo meal, folks from Jordan Walker on Sunday. And since being recalled on June 2nd, Jordan Walker's hitting 327 with four home runs, six runs scored, eight RBIs and a stolen base. Good to see Jordan Walker finally uh, doing what we thought Jordan Walker would do and hopefully can keep it up for the rest of the season. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on PitcherList.com. So starting pitching highlights from your Sunday, Brian Bayo is my bay. I've been pumping him up all offseason, getting ready for drafts. I have so many shares of him. You guys don't care, but I'm just going to say it because this dude is getting better and better. It's amazing what happens with young pitchers when you get more comfortable and more accustomed to pitching in the bigs. Bayo went seven innings, lined one run, four hits, three walks, and eight strikeouts on Sunday versus the judgeless Yankees. Bayo had 16 whiffs on a 35% CSW. He now has a 3.49 ERA, 3.8 XFIP with 57 Ks and 59 and a third innings pitched. Lance Lynn, the roller coaster ride that is Lance Lynn hit a massive roller coaster, like the highlight of a roller coaster on Sunday. Lynn went seven innings with allowing three runs. We'd take that right now. I could stop reading this and we're like, wow, that is awesome. If you didn't drop him yet or you you, you, you started whatever, this is big. He allowed four hits, only walked two. It's a whip below, zero, below one, a whip below one for Lance Lynn. And here's the kicker, folks. This is not, this is not, I'm not misspeaking. Lance Lynn struck out 16 Seattle Mariners, 16. Lance Lynn had 33 whiffs, a 38% CSW. Bonkers from Lynn. And one reason I've always kind of like, it's been hard for me to give up on Lynn, and trust me, it's been very difficult. I've been sitting them from time. I don't even, I have to go see if I even started them this week, is the strikeouts have been there this whole time. And that's like when Lance Lynn's striking guys out, it means he's close. After Sunday start, Lynn now has a 6.51 ERA, which is atrocious, but he has a 3.84 XFIP, 
which is beautiful if that works. And more importantly, 102 strikeouts in 84 and a third innings pitched. Lance Lynn is the one of the most difficult players to roster on a daily basis and start. And Sunday he proved why you tell yourself over and over to start him. And I guarantee you most people did not. So welcome to fantasy baseball in 2023. Last but not least, Bryce Miller, seven innings pitch, one earn, four hits, no walks, and six strikeouts going opposite Lance Lynn. Miller had only six whiffs, but a 25% CSW on 85 pitches. He now has a 3.6 ERA on the season with a 4.02 X, fit 45Ks and 51 and a third innings pitch. So nine pretty good starts to start the season for Bryce Miller. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Sunday. Camilo Duvall picked up his 19th save of the year. Felix Bautista picked up his 19th. Kenley Jansen his 15th. Carlos Estevez, 19 saves now. Devin Williams, 12. And Josh Hader, his 18th. Some more unique saves, though, on Sunday. Andrew Nardi picked up his second save for the Marlins as A.J. Puck had the day off, and Dylan Floro pitched the eighth inning in potentially more high leverage, so Nardi picked up his second. We all thought it would be Giovanni Gallegos once Ryan Helsley went to the IL, and Giovanni had a chance, and it got ugly real quick. So Jordan Hicks picked up his second save of the season in as many days for the St. Louis Cardinals. So keep an eye on that whole situation because we know Jordan Hicks has electric stuff but he has also been extremely tilting at times to roster. Jason Foley picked up a two-inning save for the Tigers after Lang came in on the eighth, allowed three runs without even recording an out. Something to monitor there as well in Detroit, who are actually winning games right now. So keep an eye on that situation. Junior Marte picked up his first save of the year for the Philadelphia Phillies. Craig Kimbrell had the day off, and Jose Alvarado pitched the eighth against the Oakland Athletics. High leverage as well. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com to get more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we talk about some action on the diamond for Monday, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Nutrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, we have a seven-game slate on Monday starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. There's a few games earlier in the day, but it's your main slate of action. If we're talking hitting, you can game stack Colorado and Cincinnati in Great American Small Park. Colorado faces Brandon Williamson. Cincinnati faces Austin Gomber. Have all the fun you want. I don't even care if it's lefty-lefty. Give me like Ryan McMahon versus Gomber. Give me all the goodies. Uh, Dolan Jones versus Gomber. I'm in. Give me Fraley and Friedel versus Williamson. Or reverse Gomber. I'm in. Sorry, Jones and um, McMahon face Williamson. You know what I mean. Game stack. But the best stack for me on this slate, give me the Texas Rangers versus Jesse Schultons. Uh, Schultons isn't that good, period. 
but Texas's offense is elite. Everyone talks about the Braves. They're scoring a million runs a game, and rightfully so. Texas is just as good, if not better. So give me some Rangers against Jesse Schultons. If you're looking at some pitching, give me James Paxton versus the Minnesota Twins, a team striking out nearly 29% of the time versus left-handed pitching over the last three weeks. That's big boy stuff there for Pax. And then Merrill Kelly versus Milwaukee, another team in Milwaukee striking out over 28% of the time versus righties in the last three weeks. So James Paxton, Merrill Kelly, two pitchers I'm looking to target on this DFS slate. There's some things I'm looking forward to. we got a showdown in Houston, folks. Max Scherzer in the Mets versus Hunter Brown in the Astros. Really looking forward to that. Brown bounced back in a big way in his last outing. Scherzer has gotten shelled. He's got 11 runs over his last two starts after looking pretty darn good in his previous four. So Scherzer versus Brown should be a really fun one in Houston. And then I'm looking at guys like James Paxton. Can he continue this run? Five out of six starts, he's been elite. So what do we have coming out of Paxton against Minnesota? A matchup that bodes very well for him. Jose Barrios has been outstanding this year. Can he keep the train rolling? Jack Flaherty got hit around a bit versus Giants. A lot of lefties in the lineup. Can he get back on track as he was starting to show signs of being like Jack Flaherty for a while there? So some fun stuff on the diamond on Monday on a smaller than normal. I think there's 10 total games to play with seven at night. So let's have some fun. Let's enjoy some Monday baseball. And let's get ready for another week of action on the diamond. And I'll be with you guys all week to cover it on the First Pitch Podcast. Once again, thanks to Jake Crumpler for covering over the weekend. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and preview Tuesday. But for now, this was your – oh, real quick. Go check out PitcherList.com, everybody. PL Plus, PL Pro, you won't regret it. Gets you in the Discord. All the great content from all the great writers and much, much more. Go to PitcherList.com, PL Plus, PL Pro. You'll love it. Now, with that said, this was your first pitch podcast, Monday, June 19th edition. You guys have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.